Oh God, my God, I thank you for the riches you have given me. And I beg you to help me always to remember that all good comes from you. Help me to remember it, Lord. For, Lord, I am an ignorant man. And then, beneath the stars, Barnaby would sleep. As autumn turned deep shades of green to rust and changed the lighter hues to living flame, the juggler would be longer on the roads, for he could never tire of looking at the beauty. And perhaps because he was a simple man, he could never seem to realize that autumn's golden colorings were also the forerunners of the winter. And so the rains would invariably catch him on the roads, and he would have to travel through the mud to some large town, where he might beg some kind innkeeper to let him pay his way by juggling for the guests. happened that one year in France there was a terrible winter when the skies were black with clouds and the air was so cold that the sap froze in the trees and it happened that during this most terrible winter that the emperor's armies were returning in defeat and the soldiers were being billeted wherever room could be found for them till even the inns were filled to overflowing and it was said that in that year more people died of the cold in the streets of Paris than had been killed in the whole of the war. It was a terrible year for France, so you can imagine how terrible it was for Barnaby. Then on one white December day, as he sloshed along the road with the twelve sharp knives stuck every which way in his belt and the piece of carpet thrown about his shoulders, he saw a most wonderful sight. Praise be to God! Coming down the road right ahead of him was something that was almost beyond the imagination. For it looked for all the world like, like a moving mountain. There was snow on top of it, and it seemed to be moving on four feet in a most irregular manner. As it got closer, the strangest thing of all, the mountain seemed to be riding on the back of a mule. Well, Barnaby was so astonished that he dropped the piece of carpet and just stood there in the middle of the road. Then, just as it seemed about to run over him, the mountain stopped, shook some of its snow off, and two beefy hands came out of the sides and threw back the hood that had formed the mountain's top. Well, are you going to rob me or not? Rob you, sir? A black mark against your soul to rob a priest of God, highwayman. A priest of God? Heaven forgive me, Father. I'm not a thief. I, I thought you were a mountain. A mountain? <laughs> Touche, lad. <laughs> Touche. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, Father. I, I meant no offense. <laughs> no, no, of course you didn't. It makes us even in the reckoning anyway. The sight of all those knives stuck in your belt made me think you some sort of cutthroat. Oh, no, Father. I'm only a juggler. Oh, perhaps I've heard of you. No, 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 I think not, Father. For of all the circus men of France... I think I am the least. The least? <laughs> and from the look of you, the coldest. I am very cold, Father. I, I've never been so cold. Have you a place to spend the night, Brother Juggler? No, I haven't, Father. And would you like to spend it in my house? In your house? Oh, but, Father, I have no way to repay you. I, I'm an ignorant man. Repay? Here, climb up behind me on the mule. 
And don't talk about repayment. You'll spoil my chance to do my priestly duty and deprive me of the right of charity. Give me a hand, brother juggler. Uh, there. There's plenty of room at the monastery. Oh, but father, I'm so unworthy of so holy a place. Good. Then my heavenly reward will be twice as great. For as my master said, as ye do unto the least of my brethren, so ye do also unto me. Hey, brother juggler? Barnaby had never seen so wonderful a place as the monastery. The great halls were full of all sorts of wonderful statuary and paintings of the saints and of Christ and of his blessed mother. So beautiful they were that Barnaby could not believe his eyes. And if he had not had the friar walking ahead of him...